I felt ready for another new challenge. Good thing, too, because my next job definitely filled that bill. I was hired as the advertising manager at a brand new magazine called Ms. Though the word groundbreaking has been overused to the point of cliche, that's exactly what Ms. was the first magazine for women that dared to venture beyond the traditional topics usually found in women's magazines. Co-founded by Gloria Steinem, the legendary icon of the feminist movement, Ms. was a pioneering editorial product, galvanizing a generation of women and shaping the national dialogue. But it was a hellishly hard sell for its advertising team. Adversity is a great teacher, so I definitely learned a lot at Ms. Probably not coincidentally, it was also one of the most personally fulfilling jobs I've ever had. After nearly a decade of living in New York City, though, I decided to pursue new adventures out west. The Draw, a San Francisco-based magazine being started by film director Francis Ford Coppola. Sounds pretty sexy, right? A hip new weekly magazine started by the hottest director in Hollywood? I thought so, too. But within a few months of arriving in California, I realized the magazine wasn't going to work out quite as Coppola had envisioned. Not for the first time in history, and certainly not for the last. Reality couldn't keep up with the hype. Lacking enough ads or circulation to succeed, the magazine folded after six months, so I turned around and headed back to New York City and Ms. Magazine. Then, within a few years, my career took off when I was named Publisher of New York, thereby becoming the first woman publisher of a weekly consumer magazine. But hold on, enough about me. Let's talk about you. Not everyone who enters the workforce or buys a business audiobook does so with the goal of becoming a top executive, president, or CEO. You might want simply to succeed at your job with a minimum of stress and tension. You may be seeking advice on how to deal with a problem boss or employee. Perhaps you're looking for ways to maintain a happy, personal life in addition to having fulfilling work. This audiobook is aimed at helping you reach whatever your goal is regardless of how ambitious you may be in the workplace. In fact, one of the themes running through it is that age-old question of having it all. After a decade in which that phrase became a buzzword, what does it really mean for you today? Should you try to have it all, to climb the corporate ladder while simultaneously raising a family and having a life beyond the office? Or is it crazy to think you can do everything all at once? We'll explore the idea of creating what I call a 360-degree life for yourself, focusing on all aspects of day-to-day -day living, including work, relationships, home life, and family. Finding the right answers starts with knowing which questions to ask. Throughout this audiobook, we'll look at some of the important questions that can help you plan and shape your working life. For now, let's start with the three basic ones. What are the three problems you'd like to fix at your job? How much further up the ladder can you see yourself in two years' time? How about in five years? What's that pie-in-the-sky goal you secretly dream about? If you can't answer these right now, don't worry. Just keep them in mind, and the answers should become clearer as we go along. Remember, goals are easier to meet when they're clearly defined so one of the things we'll be doing is helping you define your own personal goals. The next step in my own career after New York Magazine offers a great lesson in what can go wrong when you fail to define your terms in the workplace. I learned this the hard way. 
after starting my new job, flying high, literally. One morning in the fall of 1983, a stretch limousine glided to a stop in front of the offices of New York Magazine. I walked out the building's front door and settled into the back seat for a short ride to LaGuardia Airport, where I was then escorted onto a private jet for a 45-minute flight to Washington, D.C. I'd just been hired as the president of USA Today, which was then a fledgling daily newspaper, pummeled by critics and struggling to survive. Peering out the windows of a sleek Gulfstream jet, watching Manhattan recede into the distance, I suddenly felt a little dizzy at the realization of where I was going and what I would be doing. They'd sent this entire jet just for me, complete with my own flight attendant. I'd never been on a corporate aircraft before, and as I stretched out my legs and gazed around,